there's no way out I've got to show them what I've become and There's no doubt Got my back to the wall and I'm still hanging on There's no way out I've made my choices where I belong and There's no doubt When the road gets up I keep my head strong Troubles in my life have been all the same With a strain in my mind getting hurt again There's a pain in my heart but it's just a game Gotta get over it, won't go insane Won't achieve anything while I'm down Don't wanna give out my heavy weighted frown I'm stopping this now, I'ma turn it around Heaven's on the ground, I'm looking at the clouds Gonna make a change like a change, bigger getting changed Gonna stay the same with my mind frame rearranged Gonna wish the blue out my mind and my eyes Was I blind in my mind? Cause that was old times Cause I'm starting fresh with a clear vision You can even spell my name in optimism Just track the M's and I and the P And then what you're left with is me Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. I am Zod Rider, a.k.a. Joseph Todd, and with me is Victoria Runer, the better half of the Zod Rider Show. How are you, Victoria? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I have a reason to be doing fantastic tonight, because tonight we have some very special guests on the show. We have up-and-coming actress she's a model she's a blogger she just does everything and her name is lily jean and she is on the show with us tonight and we also have oscar benjamin and laura truman her managers and laura truman is also her mother as well so we have everybody here and this is going to be a fantastic show i've been looking forward to this show for a month welcome to the zod rider show and thank you everyone for coming on tonight. Thank you. Hello. You are very welcome. <laughs> I I was I had this whole thing planned. I was going to do a <laughs> do a special introduction just for you, Oscar, about the legendary compassionate wolf. Trans- <laughs> transitioning transitioning from photography into into radio and now into managing talent. Managing talent, and that, and so that was something I was going to do, but I think I just said it now, so that works out good too. So, well, I don't, um, I don't know if it's so much a transition and so much as just an expansion of what I already do. Or, so it's, or uh, how about at, this? How it, about this? An evolution. Exactly, I would call it. That's a much better term. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Evolution. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Exactly. So, so t- so tonight we're going to be talking with these three wonderful people and we are going to have the phone lines open for anybody who has questions for our main star tonight Lily Jean she is going to be here and she will be taking calls from all yeah. of her fans if anybody wants to call in the number here will be area code 786-245-8127 but don't worry if you don't catch it because I will continue to repeat it throughout the night at various times when we are open for callers so so this is awesome 
So, so why don't you tell us? Let's start with start with Oscar and Laura for a moment before we get into the most important element of the show, which is Lily, of course. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit about the management company and what you what your ideas are and plans were for for Lily in particular, uh, Oscar? Okay, I, w- I was actually going to um, defer to Laura, but since you called out my name, I will gladly take the reins here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and before you begin, Oscar, I just want to say. Now, Laura, do you prefer, is it short for Lauren or Laura? Do you prefer it's Laura? Short for, is it... It's short for Laura. Okay, I just it, wanted to Yeah, but sure. everybody in the business has been calling me Laura for so long, it just sort of stuck for the last 20 years. Yeah, it definitely okay. threw me for a loop when I first met you. I thought, how do you pronounce this first name? <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's the that's the one thing that I always want to make sure I do correctly is to mm-hmm. say people's names the right way. And that was one of the reasons why I had asked I had asked uh, Lily off air about the T in her name that she uses on Facebook. You know, obviously representing her real last name, but you know, I didn't know if that was going to be, you know, used in her. In for any roles or anything that she does in the right. future, which so I mean, somebody's name is their identity, so I totally understand where you're coming from with that, right? Right, and but it's easy to remember, just remember Lily Jean, it's very easy to say, mm-hmm. and remember, mm-hmm. so there's no, no problem there at all, so you know, it works out fine. So, Oscar, if, yes, if sir, you, uh, if you would did like you to, want me to uh, begin? Well, well, I how how should we begin this? Okay, first of all, of course, the management name is um, Ingenious on Ingenious Angene Management Group, and uh, the origin of that name is basically based around uh, Lily Jean herself. Which, um, when I first initially got to know her, the first thing I noticed about her is, be, besides, of course. Um, is she's very ingenious, of course, but I consider her a bit, a bit of a prodigy. And I was thinking, okay, what kind of management name can we create around her that would be that be memorable and would stick and would pop, and people would think, ah, that's pretty clever. So the that's how the ingenious Anjanae was born. It was born around the idea of Lily Jean. We we're managing her career, and we're we're hopefully going to have a long trajectory with her, and that's the idea as she explores the multiple worlds of modeling, acting, and um, besides blogging, of course, and of course, um, makeup. She is a talented uh, makeup fabricator also. She mixes her own makeups, among other things, and many of you who have actually been on her site have seen um, some of the many fascinating combinations she's done on herself. So um, let me take this over, throw the ball over here to, to Laura. So take over, please. <laughs> I will. Uh, you know, basically, you know, Lily's story is kind of really interesting. She, you know, started doing this, when, believe it or not, when she was seven. And if you go all the way back, because her blogs are all the way back on the Internet from the time she was seven, you can see her as she each year uh, morphed more with her talent, but also her confidence level and now that Lily's going to be 16 as of next week, she's become sort of a, a moral voice for young people today when it comes to bullying and self-confidence. And she's sort of shifted from the makeup to 
using the makeup because she loves it, but in a way that you look very natural and be yourself and don't hide behind it. And, you know, she's um, even talking about the political, you know, things that are going on that are worrying young people that adults, I don't think, uh, realize how many young people Lily's age are concerned about what the future holds. And so younger uh, folks are looking up to her. So I see her uh, not only touching on, you know, entertainment, but also touching people's lives as a motivational speaker. And and uh, Lily, if you if you could tell us a little bit about what where your inspiration is coming from as far as your motivational um, speaking aspects. Um, inspiration, do you mean on my artistry or about how I speak about things? Well, just in general, how you speak about things in, in, in well, terms I, of... Well, I would say that my inspiration comes from everything around me. I mean, politically, you see something new every day, and I feel that everything that comes out, there's a moral behind it. For example, this bullying with no disrespect to the president right now, but he does do things that can be seen as bullying tactics. And, you know, I've used that as an offspring to tell younger people of my age, you know, don't let a bully power over you. You are your own person. And to be that own person, you need to stand up for yourself. You need to reach out to an adult. You need to help yourself. Um, so my inspiration is really just everything around me and what interests me. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that definitely... That definitely makes sense and, and, and sounds perfect. Could you tell us a little bit about your about your blogging and the blogging that you've been doing since you were seven years old? Oh, yes. So, okay. <laughs> Let me just start from all the way in the beginning. This might <laughs> Okay, right? that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's so, fine. All right. So I um, originally was heavyset, pre-diabetic, and, you know, I couldn't fit into clothes. I, I really couldn't fit into anything, even, you know, plus-size clothing. So I started developing these sort of patches on my neck, which, by the way, anybody could see because I post before and afters because I'm not afraid of my past. I like to embrace it. Anyways, I started getting these patches, and I decided to just one day Google it because I was like, you know what, Google, it's right on my fingertips. Going to go for it. And I found out that in children, that means you're becoming a pre-diabetic. Diabetes runs in my family, and honestly, putting insulin in my body just was not an option. So um, over the course of the years, I started to just pull back on things that I didn't really need, like, you know, M&Ms, stuff like that, because it's just junk food. It's snacks. It's not something that's really going to, you know, fulfill my needs. Um, so over time, I started losing weight. And as I started losing weight, I started to gain more confidence. And I fostered that confidence in makeup, I suppose. Um, my mom, who is now Santa Mommy, she... Um, <laughs> Uh, when I was younger, she got me these like glittery eyeshadow palettes. And, you know, I experimented at that time. Again, I was still pre-diabetic, so I wasn't, you know, overly confident using the makeup. But as I started losing weight, I started to gain that confidence. And as I said before, I fostered it in the makeup and I started to uh, create a blog. And on the blog, which was originally the makeup bloggers, I uh, posted little tutorials, reviews, stuff like that. And uh, at one point I did stop because I wanted to reevaluate who I was as a person and what I wanted to do. 
that's why you'll see on the makeup bloggers like that stop around February. And then I just started to pick up again. And uh, from there, I guess my blogging has just bloomed into makeup looks, reviews, uh, things that are concerning people of my age, just about anything. And, um, you know, my message is that you should not hide behind, you know, makeup or anything. You should use it to embrace yourself, embrace all your unique features. There doesn't need to be 20 Kim Kardashians. She's absolutely beautiful. But being beautiful is being unique and different, too. So this is sort of how I've evolved. I've evolved from that girl who is heavy set, not so confident, yet kind of confident, because, you know, I still like to be pretty, wear my earrings, my Santa mommy eyeshadows. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I've bloomed from that girl to somebody in my, you know, age 13 range who went from a complete platinum blonde, which... Now I realize this wasn't me, a complete platinum blonde to using like, you know, contouring, all this stuff to now somebody who just embraces her natural features, embraces who she is and just loves herself. And that's what teenagers need now. They need to love themselves. They don't need a role model who tells them the new trend is this. The trend is to be yourself, look like yourself and have fun with it. Aspire to inspire. That's all so I got what- so what do you consider to be the most important part of your blog? Um, you know, the most important part of my blog right now is just putting my looks up and giving people, you know, details for it. I, uh, t- I've been taking a Twitter, actually. I've got it on that Twitter movement. Um, the blog is just kind of like a, a basis for putting up my looks at this point. But uh, to come, it might be, you know any events I'm going to, which will be transferred to my lilyjean.com website. The two websites are coming soon, uh, theeyeballqueen.com and lilyjean.com. And how are you enjoying uh, Twitter? As you, as you know, that, appear, that appears to be one of, the, uh, one of the favorite communication outlets of our current president. So what do you, <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you view, how do you view Twitter? Do you see it as a, as a positive? What's, what's your opinion of it you since know, you started using it? I'm kind of uh, in between with Twitter. <laughs> we have mixed feelings towards each other. Um, I think Twitter is great for when you want to get yourself out there, get your fans hyped, uh, you know, to get your points across. But I think that when you're in the limelight, you need to be careful about certain things. Like, I'm just going to go back to Kim Kardashian because she's well-liked. Kim Kardashian with this Paris attack, she was putting up photos of where, with herself wearing the jewelry, which, you know, is stolen. I think the Twitter is dangerous in that way because people know your every move by your tweets. I personally just use it, you know, to get involved with the community, be more um, involved with my fans. But I do see the downside that it's like almost like a tracking device. Uh, so mixed feelings with Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more and more of social media is becoming like a like a digital GPS. Yeah, uh, system yeah, exactly. on the in the sense of being able to track everyone. I, I agree with you completely. I'm sorry, Victoria, I cut you off. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> it, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what I was going to say is Lily's finding out now, especially since her Instagram followers have grown to almost seventy five thousand now. You know. There are a lot of mean people out there mm-hmm. um, that just want to tear you down because they think it's powerful. And, you know, Lily doesn't let it affect her. No. You know, she'll turn a nasty, you know, person right off 
and she doesn't, you know, get upset about it because she realizes, you know, they're very un- unconfident what these yeah. people are doing. Have you found it hard with the with the fact that it's very easy now to attack people and hide behind the computer? Like, have you had to deal with a lot more? I, I mean, I'm seeing a lot more really, really kind of mean and non-positive stuff. And it's just people feel that they can they can do this now because they can hide behind their account. And it's, do you find you have to defend yourself a lot or? Um, you know, it's, it's been a crazy ride. When I used to, uh, you know, wear all the contouring and all that stuff, I did get a lot of hate. And I want to make this clear that I did not change, you know, the way I did makeup because of this uh, negative outcome I changed my makeup because I wanted to change my makeup I noticed that it was affecting you know my skin and all this stuff now Twitter uh cyberbullying and all that stuff I have had my fair share with it and I think any upcoming celebrity has but you know lately it's just been kind of positivity and I like to spread positivity because there is no need for negativity in my heart all there is is love that's really wonderful because I think, do you feel like the more positive energy you put out there, the more you, you, that bounces back at you? Uh, um, I usually. Like karma? <laughs> yeah. Almost like karma. Like the more positive you are, the less the negativity, I guess, bothers you and the less you find it comes towards you, I guess. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, you know, karma does have its place, but you know, you got to have a really thick skin when you're getting into this business. Uh, there's always going to be hate. <laughs> and you just got to realize that you just got to realize, you know, when somebody says something horrible, like um, the other day, somebody said that I had lip injections. Try not to laugh. Anyways, <laughs> lip injections, you know, <laughs> wow. yeah, that didn't really get me down because it's very clear this person is jealous. And, you know, as being the bigger person and the person who's aspiring to be a role model for younger people, I'm not going to be nasty to them because that's not who I am. They clearly have an issue that needs to be addressed, but I'm not going to be that person to address it. They can, you know, type to the wall for all I care. That hate does not go in Lily Rome. Yeah, she's been like called, like, try not to laugh at this. One of her best features are her huge blue eyes. And people have called her uh, a deranged looking doll. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've said the most craziest, nastiest cool. things to try to get under her, her skin and uh, she just laughs at it. Some of it she just doesn't even respond because it's so ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense to respond to something like that. It, uh, that does. That totally resonates with me because I have sort of looked through your, your Instagram and I saw that lovely picture on the, uh, the cover of Indie Blush. And, and like you're very stunning and your eyes are absolutely amazing. And, you know, you can't, you, you can't, I, 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 I kind of find it very... Uh, difficult to understand why people would do that to others. You know, it, it really doesn't serve a why purpose. Why do they call Kim Kardashian names? They're, because they're jealous. Exactly. And that's, that's part of my message. You know, you don't have to be somebody else. You see all these women in 2016 to 2017 wanting those perfect plump lips, wanting that Instagram hottie, you know, makeup style, wanting that dark hair, that tan skin. No, just be yourself. And that's the best version to be. Being unique is the only thing to be because at some point trends run out and you're going to end up changing yourself again. If you keep changing, you're never going to find who you are. And that's really my message to be one with yourself. The other thing is, if you notice, a lot of almost everybody on Instagram 
photoshops themselves. And Lily does not photoshop. And you could tell because you could see her freckles and and all of everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, photoshopping yourself, you're hiding. You're hot. You don't like who you look like. Mm -hmm. It's apparent. You want to look like something else. And so, therefore, you're not comfortable in your skin. So, none of this affects. I never worry about her when it comes to that. I didn't even worry about her when she was heavy. I used to um, have a lot of adults, including her doctor, say to me, oh, you should really talk to her because she's overweight. And I would say, you know what? She'll figure it out. Because I knew. I know my child so well. And I knew that it was getting her so upset that she couldn't even fit into plus-size clothes. I had so much confidence in who this person was, who she is, who she's going to be, that I, I, I said, if she doesn't figure it out, that's when I'll step in. But I need her to at least take some time for herself. And sure enough, she figured it out. What I predict is exactly what happened. And that's definitely one of the best facets about Lily Jean is her her degree of self-confidence and her can-do attitude does really take her far in this this industry where there's a lot of insecurity and there's a lot of envy because she's a refreshing she's a refreshing contrast to a lot of these people in the business. And believe me, I've I've run into so many of those kind of people in the business that are incredibly insecure and you wouldn't believe i mean i couldn't mention names but there's some very well-known names that you know people are that are incredibly insecure and it's you know heartbreaking when you end up talking to them then they end up um displaying their insecurity to you you know off off camera and it's shocking mm-hmm. actually well that's why you see so much of the alcohol and drug abuse in the mm-hmm. industry It compensates. It compensates for the insecurity. See, that I don't worry about Lily either because Lily is so um, into health and who she is. She would never turn to that. That I can confidently say. Yes. And plus the fact there's so many, you know, sources out there for young people nowadays that it's kind of sad that they don't even, you know, go on these hotlines and stuff like that. They shouldn't feel like their only way out is drugs, alcohol, and they shouldn't feel, you know, influenced by this uh, hype on weed right now. Just using that as an example, they shouldn't feel influenced by that. You know, more research needs to be done. They need to realize you might be a teenager, but soon enough you're going to be an adult, not the teenager at home in mommy's house. You got (laughs) to prep yourself. (laughs) Well, you know, also we've talked about this, you know, extensively. You know, and I've, I think I've even said this to you, Oscar, that, um, yes. you know, in, in a way, Steve Jobs is almost like the Antichrist because he's, you know, <laughs> although Apple and everything, the technology is great, people have become desocialized. People sit in the same room and they're typing to each other on their phones instead of talking. The, there's no form of communication anymore. People don't read books. They look at it on their computers. You know, we're losing you know, a very large part of humanity, in my opinion. Well, the dark side of the Internet, of course, is the fact that people are losing their social skills. And, you know, that also begs the question whether those people initially had those social kill, social skills in the beginning anyway. So, I mean, that's a good, that's a good, way, to look, that's a good way to look at it. it provi- and one thing you could say, we, you know, we talk a lot about the dark side of the Internet, but one of the major positives and negatives, I guess you could say, is that it gives everyone a voice. 
Yes. Right. Uh, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of, it's kind of you always have to have you know that balance a lot like, a lot like the yin and the yang. So exactly, yeah. but but sadly enough, a lot of those individuals who choose to, quote unquote, put their voices on the medium do so behind anonymity, and that's indeed, indeed. You know, that's but that's that basically that empowers them, or they feel a sense of empowering because they never have to identify who they are. And that's, oh that yeah, it would be very that's... easy to go. It would be very easy to go out there anonymously and and bully someone, or anonymously be spreading negativity or yes. hate or whatever, because there's no consequences and there would be no fallback for that person because that person isn't really a person; they're just a mask. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've noticed with this uh, generation? People like to deny that cyberbullying is not a thing. Now, I, I don't know how you could deny that when it's clear, like anywhere you go, you'll find some form of hate. And, you know, it really bothers me how these people think that an opinion is the same as, you know, hate. For example, they could say, um, you know, your eyeshadow blending is horrible and think that's an opinion when really it's a hurtful thing that can hurt somebody. You don't know on the other side what that person's like, what their mental state is. People don't see the consequences as they should. I agree. I agree 100%. I think also the internet, unfortunately, does sort of um, stagnate personal growth because you do see a lot of people out there, you know, like this bullying, you know, and these people who are bullying are well into their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, and that's where you kind of, this was supposed to be kicked out of your system in high school, you know, I mean, it, you know, I'm a little older, so it's it's like, you know, the bullying happened in high school. And when I met some of my bullies at, you know, sort of um, reunions, they apologized and they had grown. And it's just like now seems the Internet is a, as a way that these people don't emotionally grow. Yes, that's very true. That's a great point. A lot of them don't leave the house. They're too busy <laughs> on their Twitter and their you know, Facebook and, you know, this is how their day goes. And it's sad, you know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. a desocialization of America, uh, of a global world. Uh, I it's a glo- yeah, it's, I was going to say it's a global desocialization because it's, yeah. and the other countries outside of the United States, it's even worse, um, you know, in terms of the cyber connecting than it is here. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people glue the point you made earlier about people being glued to their phones or their tablets or whatever, being only choosing that way to communicate when they're sitting in the same room, mm-hmm. which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. What do you do, Lily, to to sort of uh, disconnect or or sort of, you know, do you meditate? What do, what do you like to do when you're actually not online blogging? When I am not online blogging or any of that, I guess you could say meditation. Yeah, I like to do yoga. Honestly, that is my happy place. I like to stretch, just breathe in, breathe out, and just exhale all that bad stuff and just have good vibes because that's the way to be. And, uh, you know, when you start doing stuff like that, you start realizing the Internet, your phone, you don't need it. You don't have that urge anymore to check if somebody replied to you because you're so involved what you're doing in the now, not this virtual reality. She also likes to go and create her, her chemical uh, bases here. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like to see some of that. 
It's really yeah. Fun. Please elaborate on that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, tell them what you've done for me. Yes. So I've uh, <laughs> I've been starting to mix, you know, products, uh, organic compounds together, like lavender with cinnamon as a foundation base, coconut oil, to uh, sort of start up my Lily Jean Cosmetics line which will be coming out soon. Um, so yes, I just recently have been mixing for my mom foundation, eyebrow colors. So far the results are good. But um, yeah, that has been another side thing I've been doing. A little mad chemist. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is like her colors are spot on. In other words, when you go to the store, everything's like brown, black, you know, uh, light brown, auburn. With Lily, she's customizing it to exactly what my skin tone is what my hair color is and it comes out perfectly like I've never had it so perfect like in my day we use you guys probably don't know this Victoria will know this you know we used to take like the Maybelline um eyebrow pencil and we'd heat it up and <laughs> and use that as our eyeliner and stuff and our, <laughs> our eyebrows you know and and we looked ridiculous you know but that's all we had nowadays you know with what Lily's doing she's using powders and She's using natural organic material and it stays all day and it's like the right color. Now I know for guys that's very uninteresting, but to me watching her do it, I think it's fascinating for somebody with no chemistry background who's experimenting with all these different organic um, ideas and they're coming out really terrific and they're, they're preserved, which is actually fascinating because she's not using preservatives. Oh, that's amazing. I think that's something, you know, because it, you do worry now what you're putting on your face. Half the time, I'm, I, you know, and a lot of times, like you said, a lot of people don't have a chemist background and you don't, you know, half the words I can't pronounce, I don't want to put it on my face. <laughs> Good point. Uh, you're not supposed wow. to put anything on your face that you cannot pronounce. <laughs> if, no, be serious. If you cannot pronounce it, chances are it's not organic and it could really disrupt your body like recently i put on a um lipstick i'm not going to disclose the brand because that's not right but i put on a lipstick and uh to my findings it disrupts hormonal balances yeah so i was a little woohoo and uh that made me dig a little deeper to find out you know what really is in the cosmetics i'm putting on my face as i did that that's kind of my starting point for lily jean cosmetics i want to create things that are so natural that Somebody even as sensitive as me won't break out, won't have hormonal disruptions, and can just feel free and natural, not something heavy, cakey, and just look like themselves. It will be very popular. When do, when do you think you actually will might have your first product ready for, for market? I'm shooting for 2020. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's quite impressive. That would be uh, that would be really really interesting. Just been like looking into patents and trademarks yes. and all the things we need to do with the FDA. We have an attorney that Oscar and I have been talking to, going back and forth. So this this is a very serious thing. I mean, we've gone from Lily just you know wanting to be a makeup artist and blog to. Once Oscar and I uh, decided to form this company, Lily just sort of took took us on the adventure of, you know what, guys, I don't want to just be an actress or a model. I have a lot of ideas that I want to do. And that's, I think, what started fascinating Oscar to really want to get involved with managing her. Indeed. I, I couldn't have put it better myself. She's... Um 
Beyond the fact that she displays so much potential, you could tell by the this conversation we're having, she is incredibly intelligent, well-spoken, <laughs> and definitely, uh, surely a cut above the rest. I mean, that's one of the, these are just tip of the iceberg on who she actually is. And that's why she's she'll provide so much for this business. I agree. I think that Lily's going to be a game changer in this business, actually. You know, I put her up there with like I think Jennifer Lawrence is a game changer too. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she she says what what's on her mind. She doesn't let people bully her. Um, she's going to be who she's going to be, and she's going to say the most outrageous things because I would too. Like her butt got splinters sitting on a bench, and she tells me <laughs> that, and I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's just being herself, and she's funny and adorable and great actress. And I think she's also inspiring young people to be themselves. And I think Lily's taken that another step, being a bit younger than than Jennifer Lawrence. And I really see her tentacles reaching out into different areas that are going to be really important um, for people's spirit, both boys and girls. So, yeah, she'll literally be a brand upon herself so it'll be oh, yes. it'll be an amazing thing as she continues to grow literally lily jean will be a brand yeah that's what we're looking for we're not looking for her to be one specific you know tied down thing like we've even talked about clothes and stuff and lily said there is no way ever she's ever going to let anybody do her clothes and she's not going to be involved and not know who's you know making the clothes so, in other words, you're never going to end up with a sweatshop. You're gonna, never going to end up with it over in a foreign country where people are making a penny a day. She wants to have her hands at everything and know exactly what's going on. And that's the mark of a true business person. Well, I, I mean, I guess I am kind of, you know, I like to have that control. But I, that's the way you have to be. Because you've seen with all these new cosmetic products, there's major issues going on, like it's making people's lips blow up, stuff like that. I want to make sure that I am on the field. I am making my own cosmetics with chemists that I've hired. I am making my own clothes with the people that I've hired. I know where everything is going, coming from. I want to be everywhere. I want to know everything. (laughs) I don't want to know two things from one person. Everything needs to be known. And You know, I I can see that my uh, businesses that I wish to form in the future doing well with that ideology. All-encompassing. It doesn't really get much better than that, does it? (laughs) Yes. Well, I think that's the problem with what today's society has become, that, uh, you know, the celebrities, they're not in touch with what's going on. They just slap their name on stuff. Yeah, that's not what I want to do. I think, actually, they're not even necessarily... Uh, in touch with themselves, which, you know, which, which you seem to have an amazing handle on for, for especially if someone of your age group. So, you know, that does make a heck of a difference. And it's actually great that you're out there being this positive role model, because that's, we we need our, we need our children to be confident and grow up into confident adults, Mm -hmm. especially with what's going on in the world now. Yes. We need people that are going to be like Lily that aren't going to be touched by um, changing forces, greed. You know, what I see going on now in the world is even the younger people that are sitting in the administration, they're touched by greed. It's all about money, the almighty buck. But, but that's not what God put us on this earth for. 
it's not about the almighty buck. It's about helping each other. If we don't help each other, we're not going to survive as a planet. Yes. Yes, the betterment of humanity is definitely an important thing. And that greed has to be overcome before we can reach the utopia that is de- is definitely possible but improbable with the direction things are going in. Well, I think that there are a lot of young people like Lily out there. Um, I think that a lot of them are scared to come out and really have their voices heard. So I'm hoping, and I know she's hoping, that hearing her, uh, they might join with her and then feel more confident to also speak out. I mean, I certainly see that with plus-size young women now coming out and saying, no, I'm pretty. I'm going to wear this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay with this. And, and you can make fun of me all you want. I know I look good. You know, I think it's horrendous when I see people making fun of people that might be uh, overweight and not your typical quote unquote Victoria's Secret model. Gosh, you know, nobody in the real world really looks like a Victoria's Secret model. You know, they don't even look like that when they take all the makeup <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, uh, you take away the Photoshop and everything else. Yes, they're they're not. It's not obtainable. It's not a realistic. It's not they're realistic. Look, you know, Oscar can tell you because he deals with Hollywood every day of his life. You know, yes, they're beautiful, but they're not like what you're looking at in the magazines and the photographs. That is correct. And and but where and 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 Oscar, yes, sir. There, <laughs> has there has there ever been anyone that you that you've met throughout what you've been doing? Uh, that has been has kind of disappointed you in comparison, and I, I'm not saying that you should mention any names or anything, but I just want to know from your personal experience, you know, well, what, I, what you were talking I have about. A, I, have a, I have a delicious story, but I cannot mention it. Why can't you mention the story and not say the name? I cannot even say the name. I if I even if I even get into okay, here here's what it was. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I will mask this individual as much as I can. Exactly. It, it was I was covering I was covering an event as as a member of the press at this um, convention, and this particular person is very well known. Was on a very well known series that had multiple runs or multiple incarnations throughout the decades. In fact, this particular series started in the '60s, but that's enough clues on that one. <laughs> but um, this particular actress. Um, I I enjoyed I have enjoyed every incarnation of the series, including the several movies and what have you. But this particular actress, I I had a particular image of her, and until of course the day I met her, when she turned out to be um, quite the piece of work. And I was um, this particular event. I had you know I of course my journalism credentials and everything. So this individual knew knew who I was and why I was there to cover the event. So, um, in a particular panel, as, you know, typically in a panel, you, when you document it, you also take, you know, photographs, obviously, if you're a, a writer and a photographer, such as myself. So, I I walked in as quietly as I could when in the middle of her um, little panel there, of course. And uh, I don't know what it was, but, I, but merely by the fact that I walked in and 
it it seemed to alarm her or threw threw her for some kind of loop or some sort. But it, she's <laughs> she basically she basically stopped her um, little lecture, not so much lecture, but a story on what she was talking about in her series. And she says, um, she she actually said, uh, "Excuse me, just uh, who are you?" And I said. <laughs> Yeah, I said, well, obviously, I'm a credentialed, you know, I'm a credentialed journalist and I'm a photographer, so I'm here to take some images of you and I'm here to document some of this, some of your appearance here for my the article I'm writing on this particular event. I said, well, you know what? Then she's, you know, without, you know, getting into all the colorful words, she actually used um, a number of ex- expletives, you know, the F word included. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She said, she says, "Well, you just you just really ruined my flow. So just hurry up." And you know, I just showed her. You know, I showed her my credentials. And I gave her my business card. I said, "Well, here's my business card. If you need to contact me." Then she says, "Well, just take your take your silly pictures and get the hell out of here as soon as you can." You know that. You know wow. that kind of thing. <laughs> wow. That kind of thing. Now, do you run in? Now, do you run into that a lot, Oscar, or is that there's just some isolated incidents in this case? It's isolated. Thankfully enough, it's not. It's not as common as one might think. So, I mean, it's 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 very isolated. And you know, when you see this individual, the individual acts like, hey, you know, the the event didn't occur, and it's becomes a becomes a silly game of you know, well, let's ignore this incident. And you know, I'm supposed to be seeing this individual pretty soon again. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, actually. So it's that's what kind of game she plays this time. So it's it's it gets pretty entertaining. I mean, it's those kind of things happen on Nina when you're covering, you know, because I cover as a behind the scenes photographer of motion pictures. I you know I shoot, you know, I'll document the making of the film, and there's some you know some actors or actresses for some reason start to. Um, take offense to your presence which is interesting because they they know why you're there you're paid to be there so it's not like you're paparazzi or you're you know some kind of surprising element that's going to throw them for a loop so these these actors and actresses are used to being in front of a camera so it should be a still camera is no different from a you know motion picture camera in fact it's less intrusive than a you know us you know cinematographer's camera so i've had incidences where you know i've had some actors say hey that's enough you know i'm really tired of your presence and they'll you know wow. they'll end up trying wow. to kick me kick me off you know which is ridiculous because wow. the, the <laughs> producer is the one that hires you so the actor has no say you know so it gets pretty entertaining and pretty silly at the same time <laughs> and and so lily you're looking forward to becoming an actress <laughs> it, it does show you how the money corrupts them it shows. It shows you actually. What it shows you in the end is there's a level of insecurity that's that may surprise people that aren't in the industry because a lot of the a lot of actors and actresses, the common denominator is a level of insecurity that's really actually in the end quite heartbreaking. Because there's, right, is it so, money or is it is it money or is it insecurity? And it's probably insecurities that they've had even before they became famous actors or actresses. Things that were never addressed. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, I, I think that somebody who is confident in themselves would never say something like that to another person. If anything, it's beneficial. Right. To them. Yeah, you would think exactly. I'm there to benefit them. Whenever I'm shooting images of them, it's for publicity purposes and, of course, documenting the making of the film. So I'm. Not, it's not my intention to try to make them to try to submit images that are going to make them look, you know, horrific or whatever the case is. 
you know, now yeah, because, that doesn't, because that doesn't help you either. Exactly, it's <laughs> not going to help me. Hey, what you turn into this terrible image of? <laughs> you know, that's you know. So I always cherry pick the best. You know, of the thousands of images, I cherry pick the best. So these are going to be images that are flattering to that individual that I'm shooting as they're you know going through their roles. But apparently, you know, there's some kind of intimidation, or you know it. It, it, who knows? It's it's. There's a lot of combination. There's a lot of factors, and a lot of people, you know, find me intimidating in a lot of respects. But that's a story for another day, you know. So. <laughs> I don't know why you're an utter gentleman to everybody. Well, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oscar is truly the compassionate wolf. Well, thank you very much. I I was. Yes, just... he is. <laughs> Wow, that's an unbelievable story. <laughs> but I, I will always get, I will always get pulled out of line at a, whenever I travel. So recently, I was, went, <laughs> I went to Florida to cover a wedding, and I was pulled out of line both times. Of course, <laughs> I was given a special treatment that the TSA loves giving people. I still don't get that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, you have like a conscious face. You don't look well, like her to fly. Thank you. I don't know. It's some maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's eye contact or something. I say, hey, this guy has too much eye contact with us. Let's oh pull him out. <laughs> let's pull him out of the line. Yeah, let's pull him out. It's always entertaining. At the end of the day, when I'm talking to those guys, we we start laughing about things. So it ends up it's serious initially, but it becomes a joke at the end. So. <laughs> well, I mean, at least at least you take it positively and turn it into something positive, so that in and of itself, makes it not a completely wasted experience. The thing you want to do when you're, you're, you know, with any authority figure, whether it's police, TSA, or anybody like that, the last thing you want to do is start flipping out and screaming or crying or whatever the case is, because right, then, right. then that's when the issue will be. You've got to basically be as cute, cool as a cucumber and smile and, you know, disarm disarm the situation and you'll be fine. You know, it's don't don't get offended because there's no one. They're not trying to offend you. They're just doing their job. And for some reason, I fit some kind of on the United Airlines yesterday, screeching and uh, being dragged from being, the plane. Being dragged from the plane, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what that was really all about? Because we only seen a a portion of what was filmed. So who knows what happened before what was filmed? So I, I mean, I take a I take of a grain of salt, so I'm I'm not sure how to judge. Ultimately, us. what happened was. At first, him and his wife agreed to get off the plane because they thought they were going to be put on another flight. And then they found out they weren't going to be allowed to go on another flight until Monday. And oh, he's a wow. doctor, so he said he has to get back to his patients. Yes. And so he got very, very upset. And he said, no, I'm sitting back down. And then from there, it escalated. Well, just the fact that he's a doctor and he has to get back to patients should have been enough for them to figure out some way to get him at least get him on another plane. I mean, he could be saving lives in there. I mean, that's so in that respect, I think it's, it's yeah. pretty brutal. I, I personally think the imagery is horrific. I mean, the guy is bloody. He's being drawn across the airplane. Yeah. airplane. I mean, yeah, like a, like a mop. He's being mopped across the airplane <laughs> as he's. It's, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh. There's a, there's a little bit of humor watching that. I mean, it's. Oh, 
I mean, if it was happening in a Roger Corman movie, it would be hilarious. <laughs> but it's real life, so it's as a as an individual has actually been, you know, picked up and thrown out of places. I <laughs> I can I think I can laugh about it a little bit. I mean, I've I've been I've been picked up by two security guards and th- thrown on grass and you know a couple wow. other situations oh. like that. So. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, if it's any comfort, Oscar, if we ever saw that, Lily and I both would like to team them. Oh my God! Oh. Yes, there is no reason that anybody of any color of any race should be treated like that. We are all people. We all bleed the same blood. There's yeah, no I, reason for this. I, yeah, it was interesting. My situation was in our, in our award show, right? And it was um, it was we did the red carpet thing and everything else. And after those award shows, I easy relax for a while and. This particular network really treated journalists really well. We had a bar and we had we had a little we had a little buffet there, so you know naturally enough, I was going to hang out for a couple of minutes at least, <laughs> right. en- enjoying it all. But then um, there is the point where um, you know your access, your all access, gets you only so far if you have a certain. You have as a press as press, you have certain access to a you know red carpet area or whatever, but. This was not clearly designated, and there was no backstage lines of any sort. So, as I'm often do, I like wandering around, exploring different areas, like I will always do. So, um, at this point, I I bumped into Robert Downey Jr. and I said, "Ah, oh, photo moment, perfect." So, um, you know, I asked him before I took his picture because I was going to do the uh, the paparazzo thing, and he was really he was really sweet. He said, "Of course, you know, he started he started posing with his poster, and he had a good time. We were talking for a while." And then this apparently, I stepped on the toes of a the house photographer. You know, there's a there's a difference. There's a there's the photographer that's specifically for the venue, and then there's you know the press. So I was press, right. and then I clashed with the house photographer, and he knew me, and he started yelling at me. And that's the guy. That's the guy that had me. He called security, so these two big gorillas picked me up, and then you know. <laughs> oh my god! They literally, they literally had me in the air, and I was. I was saying, I could walk myself, and these guys didn't respond, and they they didn't respond until I was outside of the venue, and they threw me they threw me on the grass. It was this was this was Sony Studios. It was very... <laughs> so I I rolled. So did you laugh about it? I mean, you laughed about it after it happened. I was pretty mad. I was pretty mad because you know I wanted to keep the the outrage. These type of things you could you could easily disarm your opponent with you know a sense of intimidation and anger that usually most that usually um, disarms the other people because most people i found can't handle confrontation so right. naturally naturally enough i confronted them and then he he, he actually um called the vice president of his network and i talked to her it was it was pretty ridiculous i mean the whole thing was unnecessary and you know all for the fact that i you know i stepped in his territory and you know so uh, he felt the he felt the threat when he seen me. <laughs> he seen me back there. <laughs> oh my! Well, maybe yeah. well, maybe one day you'll be the house photographer, Oscar. I, I, I'm actually the house photographer of different venues. So I mean, I don't treat other photographers like that. When I, as a house photographer, I will always, I will always try to you know escort other photographers and let them get, get their shots because I don't feel that they're a threat to me. So that's what he he felt that was a threat to him, and wow. that's too bad. That was his issue. So. <laughs> well, I mean, so it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. who threw you out. No, Robert Downey Jr. was having a great time with me. He was. And, I asked him. I asked he, him. And he was probably sad when you got thrown out. So he probably was but, shocked. 
<laughs> well, he was. I well, I told him. I asked him. I said, "Hey, man, you know, let's the I've you know I gotten a couple of pictures and thank you very much, but uh, you know I'm gonna deal with this other guy and I don't you know there's no need for you to be here and there's you know you don't need to see this and he he started laughing and said, "Hey, thank you," and then you know he went on his way. So that's when we got it, and then we got into our little confrontation after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, wow, silly. I mean, these kind of things happen, you know, happen sometimes, and you know, but most of the time, luckily they don't. But I'm, I'm always ready for it. I mean, I'm, I started off, I started off in the business, you know, sneaking into these venues and you know, <laughs> having different pieces of camera, camera parts on my body and everything else, and assembling it as I, <laughs> as I ran down the, you know, the aisle to get my shot. So I'm, you know, I'm used to it. So. It was great. <laughs> I, I never lose that gorilla aspect of myself. So, respect <laughs> your gadget over there. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, oh my god! I, I don't. Did you? I don't. Did you guys want to take a quick break and come back, or because um, yep. we can, let's, let's we can take that. a quick quick break for about uh, about three minutes? I, you know, I'll play a song or something, and we'll we'll. Okay. So That's we'll a take great, a break. We'll take a quick break for everybody listening, and then uh, when we come back on tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show, I will uh, will open the phone lines if anybody wants to call in, and we'll continue with this fascinating and fun evening tonight. All right. So so we will be right back. You are listening to PSN Radio dot com.
Welcome back to tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. Our guest tonight, Lily Jean, Laura Truman, and Oscar Benjamin. And Victoria and I have been having a fantastic time. Um, I wanted to ask you, Lily, what's your... What are your aspirations as an actress? Do you have any roles in mind or things that you movies and things like that that you'd be interested in doing in the future cuz we know that you're you're multi-talented and acting is definitely one of those things that had come up. So could you tell us and the listeners a little bit about that? Well, uh, my management group and I were interested in the role as uh, Ariel, the Little Mermaid, since it's one of my favorite Disney princesses, and we just recently heard that it's going to be made. Um, I also am interested in period pieces, since I love the eras, you know, the 20s, the 40s, stuff like that, and since people have said, you know, I'm very reminiscent of the uh, old Hollywood era. I could see where, where people would get that from, yeah. And especially in some of the photography, some of your photos that you've taken and posted, you know, you do have a very uh, classic, classic period look in a lot of those. Are there any, are there any actresses or, or anybody from the classic time periods that have, that have inspired you? I'm glad you said that. You know, recently I've just been like watching a bunch of uh, older movies, TV shows, because you you really can learn a lot because that acting was raw. Uh, Lucille Ball, so funny, and I love her acting style. It's so, uh, again, raw yet sweet, genuine. Um, I really have absorbed her talent by watching, you know, a few I Love Lucy shows. So cute. And plus, I, I love like... I just love Lucy. Who doesn't? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody loves Lucy to this day. I cried when she passed away. She was amazing. Are there, are there any particular uh, roles currently that, uh, that you, Oscar, or Laura, that you guys are able to speak of now that, that are you know, in, in development or possibilities for the future? Well, nothing we can speak of at the moment. Uh, we're still working out a couple of particulars, and I'm still still trying to get our network to a number of uh, different, you know, cast or I should say directors and producers, and hopefully that'll all work out. Some actually some well known names. So, well, if something comes up, we'll be quick to announce it on the on the website. Right. Definitely, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome, L- Lily. If you had your choice, who would be the top three people you'd like to work with? Well, okay. I love Jennifer Lawrence. She's so fun. Um, hmm. Emma Stone is also fun. And, okay, if Beyonce ever got back into doing acting, she's <laughs> awesome. Oh, <laughs> she is. <That's laughs> I, I like that choice. That's definitely a uh, yes, Who for sure. Who cannot love Queen Bee? Yes, of course. We're her beehive. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking if there's, I, I was going to, I want to ask you of all like the main like movie franchises and TV shows and stuff that are popular today, if you could have your pick of any movie franchise or TV show to be on right now, if you could walk on the set tomorrow and play a character, which which one of those would you would you choose? Well, uh, I don't mean to sound like, you know, Lily here, but I would like to be with Marvel and have my own character named The Lily. 
Yes. I mean. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> now, now, would that be would that be a would that be a movie, a Netflix series, or a, or a TV show? Oh, no, no, no. Let me be... explain. So, okay. Marvel, the Lily, the Lily will be this fabulous, almost Mother Nature, but not quite Mother Nature, uh, superhero, and you know it could be a you know Netflix series, but I want to be more on the movie side of things, you know, working with the Avengers, and I kind of want to replace Squirrel Girl at defeating Thanos. Yes. That is awesome. That's yeah, awesome. that is amazing. Something that, completely that... U- unique. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just shows, you know, you're, you're very consistent, at least. It's aim for the top, aim high, and that's, that's excellent. <laughs> well, if you guys could be any character, what would you want to be? Whoa! Oh my gosh! It's getting juicy here. (laughs) Well, I well I would be a my character. I would call my character the healer, and he would basically be a be someone that just goes around healing people and and spreading spreading love and positivity. Essentially, I and 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 the and pat in past years, I've been called. Many things, including the broker of peace, and I look upon that as a very nice. positive thing. So, so yeah, that's the kind of character that I would want to play. Some sort of. See, I knew I thought you'd say Superman for sure. No. <laughs> I would go back. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't be Superman. <laughs> as much as I love Superman, I can't <laughs> be Superman. <laughs> I'm at a total loss, so I will pass on to Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already created my character. I'm the compassionate wolf, of course. That's that, true, actually. That, yeah, sorry. that character. That character goes back to the '80s, so it's been. He's been with me for a long time. <laughs> That's amazing. My, my my alter ego, my pen name, and DJ name, and fascinating story. I created that too. Also, <laughs> I'd like to be the assassin. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> And what does the assassin do? Oh, she just gets rid of like everybody she can't stand. But wouldn't that put you? Wouldn't that put you? Wouldn't that put you at odds with? Wouldn't that put you at odds with the Lily? Though you'd almost be like a supervillain if you became the assassin. No, because I protect the Lily. Oh, oh wow. yeah, that assassin so protects the Lily. <laughs> she <likes> Lily, see, <laughs> it all works what? out. <laughs> Protect the, the people she can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could just imagine you in like a suit, a leather suit. A leather suit, a black leather suit with nails. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so almost like the almost so almost like the Black Widow, but the suit would include like nails. Okay, a female Wolverine. Black Widow. Ha. <laughs> I have Wonder Woman's like capabilities. Do you know? Yes, I do. I'm Princess Law. Quick, swing fast. <laughs> <laughs> I can take down anybody. You know, Victoria, I always thought you wanted to be Harley Quinn. Well, <laughs> <Also. I thought. laughs> yeah, well, I actually like the new Harley Quinn where she takes the Joker out because, you know, she stands up for herself a little bit. It's, it's. You know, I mean, I like the newer version versus the one who's sort of subservient to Joker. The, yeah, the, when it, yeah, yeah, she's she, she's pretty awesome. She did steal the she did steal the movie, so yeah, good choice. Margot Robbie's she's amazing. I yeah. agree. 
I love her. Stole the show. Oh, she I was that. She made that movie. Also, the guy who played El Diablo, I loved him. Oh yes, he was. He was a. I I actually really liked that movie. I know that movie got a bit panned, but no, I, I liked it. I really, I really liked it and enjoyed it. The special effects were cool. I think you're just Diablo. supposed to go in and and just That's stop fun. analyzing it. Just go to fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've had many, many a fanboy battle with many people. Over uh, my choice of movies, and you know, Joseph, you could, you could, you could attest to that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well, it's because you and I, Oscar, are on the same team with a lot of these movies, so it's sort of a, yeah, sort of a really complicated thing. But we've had several battles with several. We've had epic battles. Yeah, I've had years, years <laughs> long battles. <laughs> I've had to defend Henry Cavell so many for so many years now. I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like I should be on his payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you there. I well, it's, it, yes. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because it's very it's very in this day and age it's very uh, not uncorrect to be po- like I love DC and I love Marvel. Like I I like both, and and they both have their their strong points and they both have their weaknesses. But I I can't pick one, and I'm not going to. So. Same. I agree. Although the new Thor, the trailer looks amazing. Oh, I love him. <laughs> yeah, it does love him. It does look. It does look visually looks fantastic. But my biggest, I, I as I've written, my only complaint with the the Thor depiction of Thor is the fact that he he doesn't speak anything like he does in the comic books, and that that's to the detriment, I think, of the what could have been. A jumping point for people to be introduced to, you know, the right. works of give Shakespeare him a more by yeah, give them more Shakespearean, yeah. yeah, because I I love the way he speaks in the comic books, and you know, and they watered that down a little bit, and there's an attempt to do that, but it's you know, physically he's perfect, and he's he's a great actor, Chris Hemsworth, but yeah. of course, of course, the material, you know, what he the way he speaks is you know due to the screenwriters, of course, so it's not his fault. I, I do like the scene though where. He's in the the gladiator ring, and Hulk comes out, and he's like, "Hey, oh my God, yes, he's will, a buddy." Oh, Hulk smash! <laughs> that will be the, the internal fanboy question there: Who's stronger, Hulk or Thor? It's going to bring up that ages old argument once again. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know people like to do that. I think like they're going to make it equal. To be honest with you, yeah, Thor would beat Hulk in a heartbeat. No problem. Well, that's because he's a god. Exactly. I mean, it's like no question here. And Hulk is an irradiated human being. I mean, that's that's basically what he is. So, well, Lily, if you could date like a, a superhero, who would it be? No, 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 girly name oh this is hard how do superheroes create their names <laughs> well he would have to be like in a very tight suit with very tight boots and everything must be very tight <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> also, 
guys, he also must have, you know, his, you know, equipment, very secret equipment. <laughs> and he'll be called um, the spy. The spy. Okay? The spy with the lily. So the spy <laughs> will be incognito and he'll have vanishing powers. Now, this is not a Fantastic Four thing. This is the spy. Now, so when the spy, he goes invisible, you cannot see him and he could just go inside your brain. He can do anything <laughs> he wants. Then he goes to the lily and they live happily ever after. And have little lilies. Yes. Oh my. And, 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 they're bo- and they're both being and they're both being protected by the assassin. Assassin. Yes. Oh, there you go. Assassin. Would you guys like to join the league? Right. Oh my. Have you ever thought of Lily, have you ever thought of writing on top of everything else you do? Like um, expand your blogging to more storytelling. Oh, she's a wonderful writer. Oh, thank you. You know, this is gonna be interesting putting me into the acting world because I uh very much have a mind of my own. So uh reading scripts, I probably will be directing the director. Uh this will be a power issue, but I shall prevail. We will see where this leads. Well, I, you know, I also think, yeah, you should give him writing a go because you came up with two amazingly unique characters in about five minutes flat. So. Well, yes, of course. Everything's right to the assassin. And the compassionate wolf and the healer. And Victoria, we shall call you the Victoria. The Victoria. <laughs> yeah. The Victoria. Mobile. But like almost like an Emma Frost costume, but yeah, right, I was thinking the right, same thing. right, but more like uh, like sexier, right? Oh yes, I see. Yes, <laughs> we, we've already got your clothes out. <laughs> <laughs> like what these women, you know, have in their mind. I want you to mold me. Well, if anybody would like to call and join in on this big, huge superhero discussion we're having right now, <laughs> you can call in at uh, area code 786-245-8127. Again, that's area code 786-245-8127, and you will be co- connected directly to the Lily. So, oh, yes. there you go. I hope Marvel, you hear me. Lily's coming for you. Right, Lily's coming for you. Coming for you. Yes, any big, any big movie, dire- Marvel movie directors out there, this is aimed at you. Call in. Exactly, and especially, especially the Marvel's owner, Disney, of course. Oh, yes. so, oh, absolutely. I, already, yes. I just want to make this a point. I already helped the Avengers by taking all the Infinity Stones with my makeup looks. Just saying. Right. I should be thanked. Right. She collected all of them from Thanos. Yes. I did a makeup look for each stone. That's amazing. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief! And that's how see, and that's how you're able to create the perfect makeup blend because you have infinity stones that nobody knows about. Exactly. True. Actually, I did a little bit of like uh, information on each stone so that people, when the movie comes out, they're like, "Oh, yes, the Lily told me all this." <laughs> <I'll remember>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was too funny. It's the, the Lily, too. <laughs> yes, everything has to have the in front of it in order to be <laughs> part of the league. Exactly. The, uh, Oscar and I are going to be setting up uh, some sometime in the next couple of months. Lily and I are going to go to California, and Oscar's going to be doing uh, professional shots of Lily. 
for her media. That's awesome. Program. I thought Oscar was already doing that. We were. <laughs> it was. It was initially planned for Florida when when I was there last week, but then yeah. the things got things got somewhat awry last week. So right. such is the case. Yeah. But at least at least the wedding went went without a hitch. So that was good. Yeah, your pictures are gorgeous. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, and you didn't get thrown out by two big gorillas, so that's positive. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I did get the TSA special scre- screening, but that was about it. <laughs> you know, I will tell you that when Lily works, I mean, she works every day at what she does, and she probably puts in a good 12 to 15 hours between, you know, creating looks or doing her blog or talking to her fans. I mean, she's working as much as anybody else is working, as well as, you know, getting through this homeschooling uh, process that she's doing. And, and Lily, how is that home homeschooling process going for you? Um, personally, I prefer it much better because I do my schoolwork, then I do my blog. I don't have to deal with, you know, people who don't understand what I'm doing because they just don't have the same goals as me. And that's part of, you know, my message is for all these kids of that younger generation or my generation to start setting goals for themselves. Because like I said earlier in the show, sooner or later, they're not going to be in mommy's house anymore and they're going to need to have a job. And the best way to have a job is create a job. You know, um, these kids nowadays, they don't have goals they don't have mindsets anymore they just go on the internet and think that's it they think you know getting famous on instagram is the only way to do things it's not instagram is just an internet thing this is the real world this is life yeah people need any better (laughs) yeah people need to realize facebook and instagram and what have you, or it should be seen as tools. Yes. I mean, these net- networking yes. tools, yes. and don't use it as a you know a way to track yourself, and don't give too much information about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Control control your information, and be be very zealous how you protect who you are and your identity online. So you yeah. always want to you always want to keep that in mind first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You have to have long term goals because let's face it. One day you're not going to be 20 on Instagram. You're going to be 50 on Instagram. So Instagram can't. If there's be- even still an Instagram. When you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be, it'll be called something else. It'll be called the gram. Exactly. You, can, you, have, oh to, you have to evolve essentially. And that to me, that's what she's been doing straight along since she started this journey, you know, nine years ago. She's just continually evolved. And that's really what you have to do in this world mm-hmm. you can't stagnate you know it's just like actors you know they start out young and then they get too old to be that young character and i think that's where a lot of the younger um, actors and, and musicians go awry yeah. yeah they start losing that confidence well they lose the confidence because and they they still think they're young and and they're not, you know, it's like we all stagnate and we all get to a point where we're stuck in one era and that's it. I mean, like Britney Spears is still stuck in the 1990s. Okay. Mm -hmm. I give her a lot of credit. She's in Vegas, but you know, in the meantime, you know, she's not going to be wearing that little bikini in 10 years. She's somebody's mommy. I'm sorry.
Well, that's very true. I think a lot of people right now, it's not so much that, the, you know, they want to hold on to that that successful moment or what they see as the successful moment. And they don't realize that success is not always measured by how many people know your name. And you can be just as successful in other ways, shapes, and forms. I mean... Yeah. You know, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier with the, you know, everyone's after the money and everyone's after this and that. And if you don't take a chance and change, you're not going to grow. And yeah, you will become a little bit redundant. I think a lot of them have. I think a lot of them are stuck in, in one era and they never grow. Like the Backstreet Boys. You're not a Backstreet Boy anymore. You're a Backstreet <laughs> middle-aged man. I mean, sir, I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to be nasty, but it's a fact, you know, it's, it's like, you have to evolve. You have to learn yeah. that you're no longer, you know, 20. None of us are ever going to stay 20. It's just the way it is. Isn't that kind of like uh, the point you made about Madonna the other day? Yeah. She's always been changing. That's why she's relevant now. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Madonna is an enigma because they can make fun of her all they want with calling her an old lady or whatever. She's still packing the concerts. She's still able to do the handstands and she's still changing her music every time I turn around. Yeah, I agree. I think it's terrible that the way women get labeled after a certain age, and especially she looks amazing. I, 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 I really, it, it's amazing how many articles you do see cutting her down, which is just, it's, it's ridiculous. She looks stunning, you know? I get close-ups and they try to show you the wrinkles and stuff. I'm not sure if those are real or not. Oh, they uh, They could be photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm buying it. I don't know. There are people, though, you know, who don't. Uh, I am unfortunately one myself that I am not photogenic. I, I I'm very happy with my appearance, but I take a picture and it's just it just doesn't ever look right. And I think I think as people in the public eye, they're going to catch her. You know, maybe they were catching her when she was sneezing or, you know, right. her eyes are watering from the wind or, you know, yeah. like she was squinting. Like, it's just, they're going to catch someone in it. Like, I I mean, you know, look at the stars now. I mean, if you Google that, how many articles come up? So, exactly. you know. Yeah, says, sadly enough, there's a, there's a market for that kind of, for those people who want to see that kind of, that side of the celebrity. And that's, that's the sad. Humanized, the humanized. The, side of the celebrity yeah exactly that the paparazzo side side and everything else and it's, it's nothing we can blame the photographers on it's something the audience we have to is they oh, have yeah. to blame for that it's you know the photographers are just supplying a demand and sad sadly enough there's a demand for that and it's, that's it always breaks my heart because i if i take a if i accidentally take a bad shot of uh you know of an actor or an actress i will never you know, show it or just, you know, yeah. get rid of it or whatever the case is because I would never want to, de- you know, make them look bad. I always want to make sure. an individual look as, as you know, incredible as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... that's for putting other people down. That's just the bottom line. It's another form of bullying, like we were talking earlier, I think. Yeah. You know, it's there's a difference between humanizing a figure and humiliating a figure. Yes. 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 And I, sure. Sure. And it comes from deep-seated envy of a lot of individuals. Oh, again, like Lily was saying earlier, it's jealousy. I think she hit it right on the head. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. people are jealous. You know, I did a video uh, last year on cyberbullying, and I got a lot of backlash from it. But, you know, from that video, I've just learned that 
with these types of people, even though it's good to, you know, head on address them, sometimes it's better to just, you know, say what you got to say. I don't really care. <laughs> Talk to the wall. It doesn't bother me because when you reply to them, it's almost like feeding the demon. So I, I don't even reply. I to think them part of the problem that's going on, though, which I've noticed since the presidential race, our very own president says the most nastiest things about people. He gives them names and he makes fun of them as if he's the most handsomest person on earth. And, and I laugh to myself because I'm like, man, you should look in the mirror. Your soul is so dark and so ugly yep. with the things you say. It's not even funny. And, and what scares me is that people in general and also young people are picking up on this nastiness and they think it's okay because the president of America is saying it. Mm-hmm. And that frightens me. Indeed. So, so now in, 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 um, retrospect thinking about all of the things that you're doing lily from yeah. blogging to you know the makeup and going into the acting what are you most excited for right now most excited for you know i'm this might sound cliche but uh i'm most excited for helping people now you might hear every actor in the world say i want to make change i'm going to go to this country and give them blah blah no i want to help people and it seems the main thing that comes back to me is confidence. People lack confidence. So as I, you know, rise up with popularity and getting these roles, I also want to make sure that my impact is, you know, there to stay. That people always know that they should love themselves. There's no reason that they shouldn't. So that is my main, you know, goal for right now as I move up. That sort of hinders behind everything. Okay. Okay, well, that definitely makes sense. And and Oscar, how how do you how do you feel about that? Having such a positive, a positive client to root for, and you and moving along. I mean, generally speaking, I mean, you must be really really excited to be on this. Um, I'm definitely very excited because, as you know, I'm I'm quite the optimistic individual myself, and I was absolutely yes. I always see I always tend to see the best side of an individual before I see the, the negative aspect, and I will always give someone the benefit of the doubt, always and always from the get go. So having a client like Lily, who you know mirrors a lot of my own philosophies, a lot of my own you know way I approach life, is very exciting, but. Beyond that, she's not such a she's not a mirror image so much, but she's a striking individual that has her own you know notions and her own ideas of how you one should approach life, and that will bring a breath of fresh air in the is in this industry that's at many times unfortunately a little bit on the cynical side, and um, everybody's me first and everybody's you know who could I step on to get ahead and that kind of thing, and she's a quite a contrast to, to that kind of. Um, industry that you know seems to be built upon that notion unfortunately so i'm you know i'm completely excited well it's nice to have somebody who believes in themselves like we don't have to sit there and convince her to believe in herself she truly believes in herself and she truly you know feels comfortable in her own skin and can talk for herself and you know so i couldn't be more prouder as her manager and as her parent because I haven't taught her any of this. This is all her. 
Oh, stop. I learned from you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and after all, you are the assassin. And by getting rid of those that you don't, that are in the way, you've, you've, paved, you've paved the way for your daughter to come yep. through in such a positive beacon of light. So that's Honestly, her, that's really I, I tell you, I'm not kidding you. She was like this from the day she was born. She was the best baby ever. She just always was, you didn't have to watch her. She just was so good. Okay, well, we'll tell them one story about the, uh, the escape from my crib. Except for escaping from her crib. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> she knots her little blankets and she jumps out of the crib to show me she can walk. <laughs> oh, my. And I hear her out of the office and I run up the stairs like, oh, my God, something happened. And there she is in the middle of the living room, hysterically laughing, <laughs> standing. Hi, Mom. Like, hi. <laughs> Got her a bed the next day. First nine-month-old that was sleeping in a bed. <laughs> so and she you never had any more issues oh, after that. <laughs> she always had a mind of her own. Well, I think that's also part of my message that, you know, you could be positive and sweet about things, but you also have to stand your ground and you also have to express yourself how you feel is the right way to handle things. You can't just be, you know, uh, a soft sack for everything that comes your way. You need to address things how they should be addressed. That's, you know, part of my message, too. Spoken like a true New Yorker. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, you are a native New Yorker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not many people know that. Everybody thinks you're California, but you're not. No, I'm so, not. <laughs> can you see behind those blue eyes? <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> and uh, at this point, once again, we will give out the phone number for anyone who would like to call in and and uh, has has any questions or would like to just generally speak to anybody who's here tonight at area code 786-245-8127. Again, that's area code 786-245-8127. You are listening to the Zod Rider Show on psn-radio.com. Now, Oscar and Laura, you guys created this created this company. You're managing you're managing Lily. Are you looking for other clients as well at this point? You know, I've got. You know, it's interesting you should bring that up. I've actually been approached by two other individuals, and although that's where oh, we might be open to that in the future, we're concentrating right now on Lily. Is we've got to see where this journey is going to take us. So, um, I I think it's best that we concentrate on her and we devote all our energy to her because it would be probably unfair to anybody else and to especially to Lily if we decide to take on other clients at this moment. Exactly. I that sound that makes that makes a lot of sense because you get a lot of the a lot of these comp management companies that take on so many people and it makes you wonder how they're able to focus on on specific clients if they don't have the have the time or the energy so yeah exactly there's so many things going. she wants to do and we want to see her do that we can't we can't it would be unfair to anybody else anyway to take them on you know, it's just too much energy going in too many directions. We need to just focus on Lily and her dreams and her wants and 
And, you know, hopefully the ride's going to be really great. And like Oscar said, we'll see how it goes, you know. Exactly. And then one of the most exciting aspects of all this is the fact that we're actually undertaking this journey together and we're relatively new. So, you know, the, a lot of the, a lot of this will be a lot of what we encounter will be a lot of surprises, perhaps sometimes some disappointments, but nevertheless, it's going to be, a, you know, at the very least, at least we're, you know, ambitiously going down this road and doing more than just, you know, chit-chatting about it, which is good, so. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't look like you guys are going are going to really let anything get in the way. You seem like you have a completely open path at this point, which is which is really amazing, uh, you know, all things considered and seeing seeing the direction that you have and everything being so built off of positive. Mm-hmm positive vibes and positive goals yes. and that and that that's really wonderful to see well, thank you <laughs> yeah so so is it right now you you said lily that you're hoping to have your your makeup your first makeup out in 2020 so are you still creating um various types and experimenting with different chemistries and hoping to have like a whole line of things ready for then or have you already have you already pretty much gotten where you wanted to with the makeup well currently i'm still in you know the experimental stage uh i'm still mixing things i want to make sure that whatever i put out in 2020 there needs to be no more adjustments that's the product it's perfect the first time and uh, I think that's what's wrong with a lot of these new startup indie companies. They just put things out without having that extra time to test things out further, make sure it's, you know, approved FDA. I want to make sure whatever I put out is good the first time, not the second time, the third time, perfect the first time. So I'm still testing. And we're also looking to um, have her become kind of like a... A, you know, a spokesperson for a particular makeup line, whether it's her line or perhaps another line, but we want to have her as the face of a makeup line, and ideally it would be her own line. But yet, you yes. know, we want to we want to picture we want to we're thinking about pitching her to some different companies also to see if they might take her on to be you know that particular model for that particular line of makeup. And ideally, of course, it would be her own line. See, we we found out something very interesting in in our research and. That is that Lily, Lily's coloring is not very popular anymore. And so there are lots of girls that look like Lily, but the industry has started to cater so much to diversity that now they've forgotten about the young girls that are blonde and, and have red hair and have very light skin. And she's gotten tons of fan mail from young girls who have her coloring who have asked her, to help them with, you know, their makeup or asked her to help them, you know, with shades that'll work for them. Because they can't relate Because anymore. they can't relate anymore. Yeah. They can't find it when they go to the stores. They can't even find it at the, the um, high-end stores. It That's very true, actually. I know with, with my, my daughter is also extremely fair. And even, even myself sometimes, it's hard to find things that are going to blend with your skin because it's, yeah, it's too dark. You walk out looking like you've got blotches everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's, you know, I understand the other side of it and how it was, you know, back in the 70s and 80s for for young people 
that were, had darker tones and it was hard for them to relate. And now it's like we're living in a bubble that went the other way. And young people of our coloring now have the same difficulty. And unfortunately, you know, like there's no balance, which is sad. That's part of the world. Like we never seem to ever be able to find a balance in this world where everybody can all, you know, be happy. Mm -hmm. I see no reason for why there can't be darker skin shades and lighter skin shades. Honestly. It, it just seems like we keep tipping the scales back and forth, back and forth. And then if you say that, you know, there's a little bit of reverse racism going on here, people get highly offended and it's like, oh, it's the truth. Exactly. <laughs> there should be no racism, period, sadly, but there is. Exactly. It's, and then it's the, also the nature of the reverse trends, like what you were talking about with the makeup and, the sh and different shades being available. You know, a few years from now, those those shades will come back into prominence and then you'll and then it'll just keep going back and forth kind of like the clothing that we wear yes a... exactly it's, it's ridiculous now we've got the 70s and 80s coming back oh absolutely yeah you know, i mean i wish i would have kept all my 80s clothes i mean <laughs> <laughs> my flash dance look it's like oh. you know it, seriously like people just can't get learn to get along and i think that's part of lily's message too it's like um why can't we all learn to get along why does there have to be the scale one way or the other way yeah why why does it never ever ever balance out that's an interesting question i don't know if that's more of a societal thing or if it's just philosophical or just humanity in general but you know I, I see where you're going I mean definitely I think it's always I personally I think it's always been the fear of the unknown if people you come it's it's tribalism on a worldwide scale unfortunately where if you're not this particular shade then people if there's a particular fear oh well that person looks a little bit different yeah. or they have this a certain eye color, a certain hair color. Just sadly enough, it's you know boils down to primitive form of tribalism, just on a worldwide scale, you know, amplif amplified by technology and yeah. accessibility. And that's that's basically what it is. If you're not part of if you're not part of this tribe, then you're suspect. And that's that's very sad. And and you know social media social media has kind of taken on uh, very tribal elements of its of itself, wouldn't you say? Like exactly, we break it up, and and you look at you look at the main corporate corporates of being you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, those types of things, and you know you know if we mention them, Victoria, you think they'll 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 start to sponsor the show? Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> you know, like, see what we can do. Well, it, it might work, but I'm 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 pretty sure it's a no at this point. No, probably not. I, yeah, it's definitely point, a no. It's for a while. Oh, only at this yeah. point, though. I mean, you know. You know, believe it or not, Lily has like you know come up against racism. People have called her Casper. Oh, because yeah, she's so, so nice. because she's got such ivory skin. I mean, it's like, why do we need to name call? You know, I. Sometimes I like when they do that, and I'm going to tell you why. I like when people do that only because it proves my message more, that you should love yourself and embrace who you are. These people being ignorant just proves my message that they don't love themselves, and it makes them look like the fools, not me. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too bad people don't see how absurd it is, because 
there's not one person on this planet as of this moment that chose their their skin color or their hair color. Well, there's so much of skin color or how, you know, what nationality they're born in or what part of the world they're born in. That's not choices that anybody made. So the fact that you're going to going to castigate someone based on something that's beyond their control and beyond anybody's control is the height of absurdity and lunacy i mean it's never i've never understood that kind of mentality and i've you know it's simply stated it's completely illogical so for oh absolutely you know that lily's come across that because she you know like i said i mean we've she's gained so many fans since the beginning of the year oscar as you know yes and you know i mean she's got like seventy-five thousand fans already and, you know, some of them are also trolls and they say the nastiest things and she doesn't let it bother her at all. I, it would bother me. I, I can't believe how she just lets it roll off her skin. I, but I don't I can't believe that people have the time to even waste their breath even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. They, uh, people have have the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. That's one thing we've all we've all learned. The time exists. There, just, there are people who make the time, which is even, yeah, it's not a bizarre. good thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's, it's obvious. It boils down to how can you make yourself feel that much better by you know insulting someone else, and that's yeah. that's what basically, it, it, you know, an elementary version. If you want to boil it down, is exactly what they're doing. They're completely insecure and they don't like who they are, so they all latch on to someone they see. Oh, I'm going to criticize this person or I'm going to insult them, so I'm going to elevate myself. You know, when I insult them or you know hurt them or whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, I've I've encountered that many times myself, and it, to me, it's entertainment because I'm I'm pretty good at that, and that's that street side of myself is very well honed. And you know, I find as a form of entertainment, entertainment, anybody tries to you know confront me, well, that's you know that. To me, I get to hone my street skills again, and it's basically right. on, on once again. So, <laughs> well, I always say this, to Oscar. I don't know how anybody could attack Oscar because he is the sweetest. Well, thank you. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's just such a gentleman. Anybody who could say anything bad about you is is just completely nuts. I agree. Well, that's very sweet, but. You guys are obviously biased. It's the way we feel. I mean, it's the truth. You well, know, thanks. you're just a really good man, and you, you know, I can't imagine anybody saying anything terrible about you, but I can't imagine anybody saying anything terrible about my daughter. She's always exactly. being exactly and kind to people, so I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that's definitely that's very hard to imagine. I mean, she's a she's a complete sweetheart. She's very beautiful, and she's she's very intelligent. So why would anybody take you know offense to that? So it's again, it's again, it's, it's, it's the jealousy and the insecurities that are being projected in that instance. Yeah, as, mm-hmm. as we've seen, yeah, yeah, clearly. I can't tell you how many people from her her school days, you know, because now she homeschools, have tried to get in contact with her now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very funny how they all come out of the woodwork once they sniff that, you know, oh, there's some fame here. <laughs> you know, let me, I know her, you know, type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's very kind to them, but she, you know, she brushes them off because it's like, hey, you weren't very nice to me when I knew well, I you. Well, I mean, some of them even take offense and get really uh, weird, like, 
uh, one of them came up to me the other day on Facebook Messenger, and they messaged me, whatever, hi, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine. And then they were, like, talking on, and I'm like, listen, you know, I'm under management. I can't discuss anything I'm doing. And they got really offended, and I'm thinking to myself, man, you never were there for me. You weren't my friend. (laughs) (laughs) If even. So all these people, they smell fame, they go for it, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you got to have really close friends in this type of business. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you got to have real tough skin, too, so yeah. yes. that's another thing. Exactly. So, luck- luckily, Lily's very, very tough, so. Yeah, <laughs> like both. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, well, you know, there you go. You got, you've got the wolf and the assassin right there. So, so you're in good, so you're in good, in good shape. The spy. Yeah, there you go. Spy super tight spy uniform. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's so what I think we'll what I think we'll do right now is we will take one more quick break. Uh, before okay. we uh, wrap up tonight's episode. And if anybody wants to call in, the number here is area code 786-245-8127. And we will be right back. It's just a stupid thing I've done But she's the one 
back on tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show, and while we were on break, uh, Lily, we have a caller who would like to speak with you. Hello. Hi. Uh, my name is Shay Patterson, and I'm calling to compliment Lily. Um, you are so mature, and you're so beautiful on the outside, and more important, you're beautiful on the inside. And I can't believe how mature you are for such a young age. Oh, my God. That so, is so sweet. <laughs> well, you're so talented. Your makeup artistry oh. blows my mind. It, um, every time I see a picture of you, you look totally different, and, and your eyes are mesmerizing. And I just think you're just gorgeous, and you're going to be really big. Really, really, really big someday. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I bet you like leopard. <laughs> Ooh, I love leopard. Ah! <laughs> Twins are ready. <laughs> oh, that leopard was looks good. <laughs> leopard leopard is- looks good with, on a redhead, you see. Oh! <laughs> 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 redhead, Shay. <laughs> well, uh, seriously, uh, this is a really nice show, and I've really been enjoying listening to all of you. And um, Lily, you just uh, are blowing me away. Oh, don't blow away too far. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Adorable. But um, anyway, I'm serious. Um, your makeup artistry is just incredible, and, and every time I see you, I think of Vogue magazine, oh, and I'm oh, thinking, oh. wow, she could be the head makeup artist in, in Vogue magazine. Oh, that's so, so sweet. sweet. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so <laughs> How does your husband feel about that? Oh, you know, he's a big fan. Uh, he's a big fan of both of you and um he thinks that um lily is amazing too thank you you guys are the best (laughs) so anyway i don't want to uh take up any more of your time but i just had to call thank you for calling it's so sweet very sweet thank you thank you bye-bye now Oh, bye-bye. So and, oh. if, and if anyone else would like to call in, because we're about to wrap the show up, we have just a few more minutes. We're going to be wrapping things up. But if anybody else would like to get a quick call in, the number here is area code 786-245-8127. And uh, if you have any last-minute last question or something for Lily, now would be the time. 
But let's let's give that let's give, give that a brief moment, and we'll see if we get another caller here, and then we are going to uh, wrap things up. This has been a really really entertaining show. You know, you guys, Lily, you are awesome. Lara and Oscar, thank you very much. This is incredible. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's the best part about you know all of us. We all sort of um. We think the same, we talk the same, so we work so well together. It's really fun experience. <laughs> it's yes. just, it is. It's just coming off like a really bowl, a big bowl of positive cherries around here. It's, <laughs> it's really nice to see. It's really nice to see, you know, in comparison to some other stuff. Because you know, Victoria and I, we've done a lot of a uh, sh- lot of shows together over mm-hmm. the years, yeah. and, and you know, ranging from a wide variety of topics, and we've had plenty of different guests and things and it's just been and it would amaze you like there's been a lot of we've had a lot of really really positive shows and we've had a few that weren't quite so positive but Uh all in all we've stayed we stay positive between each other and that keeps the keeps the flow of the show going very well yeah i definitely you guys work very well together yeah i definitely agree you guys (laughs) make for a great partnership there so yes definitely Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to come on. It, it was it was it was great. I mean, this is this is amazing, Lily. You are going to blow up and take over the world, and we're, and we're all just going to be able to say we had you on here when yeah, you we were knew you first starting out. And that's, oh, no, that's awesome. I will never forget you guys. No, She'll come back. Don't worry. Oh Don't yeah, we're worry. definitely we'll definitely bring you back. I mean, I mean, come on when you when you do your. When you do your first first movie, which will be that Disney movie you're looking forward to doing, uh-huh. come back on. Yeah, I want to talk all about the mention, role. I want to mention that also again to anybody who's you know currently part of the Disney Empire or any casting <laughs> agents out there that um, definitely she is perfect for, as Ariel for Little Mermaid, the proposed live action motion picture. She has a look. She's the right age for the character and. You know, she's she's a spitting image of what we all believe Ariel should look like. And Oscar's going to be taking some uh, great shots of her as Ariel that we're going to put up on her meteor site. Oh, I can't wait to see them. Uh, and there was the one photo that you did, Lily, where you had where you're doing the Ariel faces, and I thought that was perfect. So yeah, yeah. Was- <laughs> yes, those were good. Well, I think you know when you love a character so much, you just sort of become the character. So it was really fun for me to do because I love Ariel. <laughs> Yeah, that's her favorite Disney princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she would definitely be, she would definitely be perfect in the role. So I, I definitely give a you know whoever's listening out there from the Disney Empire, this is your Ariel right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is your chance. Call call in, and you can speak directly with the future Ariel. There you go. Thank you, Joseph and Victoria. Oh, it thank was, you. It was our it was our pleasure to have you, and we look forward to uh, hearing from you again and, and bringing you back and uh, with some more of the future projects wherever wherever the future takes you, whether it's in in uh, movies, makeup, whatever, blogging, writing, whatever. I think I think it's all going to be fantastic. So that's oh, that is so much. Great. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. And, and you know what? With my that, fellow think, broadcaster. <laughs> yes, fellow broadcaster, the wolf, the compassionate wolf that can be heard on Monday nights, correct? 
That's correct, sir. Monday nights. <laughs> and, of course, you know, every now and then on the roundtable show on Sunday Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're available, if you're not on a movie set or something. You exactly, know. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, end tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. But please stay tuned to psn-radio.com for Skywatchers Radio. Oh, and before we go, I know we have a couple of minutes here. Um, yeah, we do. Let's um, let's we should give all the contact points. Lily, oh, you yeah, want to do yeah. the? Oh, excellent! Yes. Yeah. Oh well, I, my Instagram is Lily Jean L I L L E E Jean, and my other Instagram, which is specifically for my makeup, is the Eyeball Queen T H A Eyeball Queen, and you know from there my blog and everything else is linked. All right. And we've got her media site coming up, which will be www.lilyjean.com. And her uh, blog site, which is coming up, which is www.thaeyeballqueen.com. Pow, pow. Excellent. Fantastic. And then, so then I guess with that, if any, unless, unless anybody has any, any other final thoughts... Why? Well, I want to. Yeah, I want to say a special thank you to you, sir, and Victoria, also for having us on the show. Very gracious host, very fun host, and always an honor um, being part of your show. So I want to thank you very much. Always, always a pleasure. I, yes. I, I, I love. I love this. This turned out. This turned out so well, and we'd been looking forward to it for so long. And I was just yep. glad we could finally pin down a date where we could all get together. Yes. Thank you guys for the opportunity. And. Uh, I guess I guess now that'll be, that'll do it for us tonight, and uh, we will see you uh, next week when we have another episode of the Zod Rider Show. I think next week we have, uh, I believe we have Bay Logan coming back next yes. week. Yes, I think. Yep. So, um, good night, everyone. Night. Good night. Good night.